This is In the Dirt with a Sodu. Hanging out at Modern Retail Conference with the one and only Darren Doan. It's been so much fun to watch you get to speak at length with automotive creators and not just the creators, also some marketing managers, general managers. Yeah, there were some heavy hitters in like every session. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I was, for some reason, I don't think I was expecting that in the mm. first day and you were like, what are your job titles? What are you doing? It was like, I mean, <laughs> if titles mean something, <laughs> well, and, and they do, I mean, there was a lot of responsibility, the, the people in the room. So I was like, wow, this is, this is really impressive. So what's the, one of the things that surprised you? I mean, that's obviously one that there were higher level leaders mm-hmm. in, in the creative content uh, track. What is one thing that you've heard where there's been a lot of Q&A? What's one of the themes that you're like, ah, I didn't see that coming? Or maybe you did see it coming, but one of the highlights. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, there's, there's been a couple themes, but one of them has been that this department of creating content and is one that a lot of people in any industry, you know, um, those group of people somehow aren't seen as essential. Mm. And how are they seen? Oh, those are the fun video people. <clears throat> and and think, I call it the arts and crafts corner. It's the, right. it's the yeah. scrapbookers. They probably <laughs> scrapbooking probably gets more <laughs> respect, right. but um, but they're crushing on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but they're so you know. I think the reason is. Even as a, as a culture, film and video does not have defined terms, right? I still talk to people, and they talk about getting a video guy. Hmm. You know, any, that's like saying I'm, I'm going to go get a hammer guy to work on my property. Like, we don't even really know what it's. it's so <laughs> I'm always listening for that, a film guy. You're, you're never going to value a film guy, a video guy. We're going to get some video people. So inherently, the film industry understands the value of a cinematographer, right? Of a director of photography, a director, those sorts of things. There's an industry that understands it. When you bring it over into any other industry, um, that's not where it's naturally from, it just gets lost as far as the value proposition. Because people use the term. Right. But, you know, one of, one of your courses today, you said, if you actually want to do film, right. what do you actually need? Right. And, and so I used to think, yeah, so if you actually want to do film, you need a lot of people. It takes a lot to do film right. And like how many people? Like 30. Right. I mean, to, to actually take a, a, a red camera, a 12K red, whatever the 12 is, um, yeah. but their cinema version, um, all filmmaking for it to get quote unquote professional. Like if we were going to really have the conversation, what does professional content look like? Professional content is lit. It has, it's been set designed. There's, there's wardrobe. There's a, there's, there's a, you know, style, there's hair, there's makeup. You know, if, if we were really going to define what professional looks like, um, it, it takes all those people. Then, of course, you have a script, and you have a script supervisor, and you have assistant director, and you have not just a director of photography, but a gaffer, and key grip, and a best boy, and all these different... Like, there's things you need to get like professional. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to go make a, a movie. Anything less than that is low budget. There's no... I don't, I don't care how good you think you are, yeah. how you're pulling it off. It's either professional or right. it's low none budget. Of the film, none of the film people are looking at you and thinking that you're doing what right. they're doing. No. Right. And yeah. so, which I think is actually kind of cool because now that opens up in one sense, I don't like video guy, but you know what? Okay. Yeah. It's like coder. 
okay, well, it turns out we needed a lot of coders and programmers, right? And the video guy, um, but content creators out there now as well, that's getting defined. Um, and it's getting more and more defined because people are looking for content creators and they're, and they're knowing now, just in the last couple of years, Learning right? the skill set that, that Filming, actually is. editing. Design. Yeah, I mean, like copy. it's all, right, it's all, it's, it's, it's all in there now. So that is, it's coming into the culture now. Um, but I think that's been the number one thing is um, one or two things that, that have stood out is that as when I, when I press that, issue it turns out like yeah like no one really thinks that we're doing anything that i mean there's there's this tension there's a tension between the, the arts and crafts kids mm -hmm. and the grown-ups um what's weird though is that grown-ups technically are never um threatened by the kids doing arts and crafts mm. so when you have grown-ups commenting that actually means there is a threat what do you mean commenting well, yeah, when they when they start to have an opinion or they the, want, yeah, you know, they want all to you guys are doing or, is yeah. as soon as someone starts talking, I, is that a threat or is it more like they feel like they're wasting money? Either way, I think it's a threat, right? Because it it could be pulling money from their budget. It right. could be doing. I could be deploying this elsewhere, so you better right. you better make this worth it. But people making content, even at the worst moment of it. People know you're having fun on some level. At work. Yeah, at work. <laughs> <laughs> and so there, there, there's this, I think, and again, because I've seen it. I've been lots of different places, worked a lot, you know. Yeah. And when you get there and you're the media and you're the, back in my day, it was the entertainment division. When you were the entertainment division, it was like, oh, all they do is film things. and they're. You're so right. But, I watched this happen front row. I had a reconditioning company that was like air tools and paint guns and grease and taking wheels on and off cars, working out in the weather. And then all of a sudden, once the internal agency started to get a little bit bigger and we had several people, I remember very distinctly one of the, one of the road managers, the guys who's out all the time in the weather, come in on a cold day probably, and he walks through the building. And so he had to walk through the office space where the creatives are, and there's like a 20-year-old creator laying on the couch with his phone like you know laying on the couch right. looking at his phone <laughs> right. doesn't even move and the guy walks through and i see him walk look at him and i'm like we're gonna have to address this yeah right because he doesn't realize like he's actually very valuable and doing very valuable right. work right now yeah. that's gonna make that other guy's job way, way easier easier yeah but it just doesn't hit like that i think what i've also heard from people here is the the need for more people right this is a two, three, four, five person department, content, it, it needs a few people. You know, and, and this is what's crazy is it's, that's, you're saying like, this is not, oh, you have seven stores. This is a two, three, four, five person department. Same per store. This is like a store. This is, right. this is a half a million dollar investment per store. Yeah. The, to the, get in the game. To try and do this with less than two people is absolutely insane to it's just get in the game to like tip to, to tiptoe into it if even if you find the two <laughs> right, people right. that are willing to work hard enough right. and are talented enough to pull it off that's going to last like eight months before they're somewhere else some somebody will take them and even if you could keep them somehow you you still got three more stores four more stores five more stores and so then and so the nature of having employees is you go well, how can we get them to work for every store and then you start 
overloading stretching them, them out, yeah, right? Stretching, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, um, but being here, I'm looking at people who, hopefully, in some of our talks, are at least getting equipped, and they're understanding the lay of the land. And they were like, maybe I wasn't just being lazy by thinking I need one more person. Like they right. said, I need four more people. You know, yep. because I think success in this industry is going to be not trying to turn whoever you have in this position into a triple threat ninja in regards to content. More than anything, if you can get someone to really understand what's at stake and they can start building that team now, what, what they need to be is they need to be um, empowered. And that's where I think the word can sometimes actually really be used. You empower people by saying, hey, we need to get something done. I'm not expecting you to be the one that has all the skill sets. I'm going to give you a budget. I'm going to give you support. I'm going to empower you to now say, okay, go put that team together. Because by the way, if you're the owner, if you're the owner operator, if you're the CEO and, and, and you're hearing this, um, you may as well just say yes now to them doing that. Just green light a half a million dollars. I'm, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> because guess what? It's not going to be spent tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. You're not going to find the person. But what you have to do is you have to empower the person. You have to enable the person in your company right now to start looking. And it might take a year. It might take two years. But you need to, get, you need to start. Even spend it. Yeah. Get, get not, yeah, exactly. So it's not like someone's going, oh, I'm going to drop a million. It's you not an million. ad spend. That's the difference, right? You spend half a million on ads. You can just... Type, right. the, type the number well, in. Well, and, and this is, I think, I think that you said this just a second ago. It's, it's not just the empowerment of the, the leadership to like push that down, but it's also this emboldenment, yeah. right, of the content creator or the marketing director that's not the content creator that, that, right. that's been asking. It's like, no, okay. So I've been listening, been looking around, been looking at other people doing this, and no, boss. This is the way we're headed, right? Right, and I think that that emboldenment sometimes can can like sometimes all a leader needs is someone to walk into the room with some level of 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 command and authority, Absolutely, right? Yeah, and I think that there's going to be some people that go back to their stores from this, from these conversations, and hopefully people that are either listening to this that are that person or are a leader and go, oh, there's some level of authority that that conversation that that ask has, and. I think that's a really important point because someone could just go back and kind of go, well, I'm not going to, my, my owner's not going to give me X amount of money to do any of this. And that person might be like, and we're doing good and I've got a good job. Yeah. And okay. And guess what? For that person, that dealership, you're fine for now. But I mean, but you're fine. I think when, when you talk about stuff like this, you're, you're hoping, because I think you guys really, um, represent that in the industry, you don't expect everyone to be listening to what you're saying, right? Any sort of missional work, you know, in a subculture is going to, or at least it should have the, the hope should be, we're just trying to find a couple people, right? Like, because if, if you can get a couple people to get on board, it makes the case, it grows from there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, at these people and I'm saying like, I get it, you want to go, you don't want to rock the boat, you don't want to go, I mean, you got to, you got to pay the mortgage. You got to pay, you know, there's lots of things going on. And, but there may be someone who goes, you know what, man, but I really do want to get after it. And you know what? I've got the kind of boss that likes to get after it. This could be a perfect, you know, this could be a Mohawk situation. This, this could be where it's like, you know what? We've got people who want to do this. They're on, maybe I can start that. So I think what, 
I, I didn't say on stage, but I probably should, which is like, look, don't go back and rock the boat just because I throw you how to, cause I taught you how to throw a right hook, right? Don't, right, okay, right. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> don't just start throwing it. Right. Right. But if you think you've got the kind of environment, you know, Hey, get after it. Like start having those conversations. You know, you guys have been making yourself available for that stuff. You know, this industry talks, they communicate. It's really great to see how many people will have conversations and they do share stuff. And I know if there was someone in one of those sessions that was like, Hey, well, could we, you know, could I talk to all three of you? Could we just jump on a Zoom call and could you talk to the owner yeah. about kind of what we were talking about? Of course we would do it. Done. Yep. Right? It's yep. it's open hand, right? And so, but the right person with the right owner. And I think that's what makes what you guys are doing fun. It's like, hey, we're just looking to see who who gets it, you yeah. know? And by getting it doesn't mean we think we know everything or we're smarter, but but we're noticing certain trends. We've both we we've both built things that are what we're talking about, principles of doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So we, we understand content. We understand, I think something we, we all connect on is there's nothing I've ever asked one of my clients to do that I have not done. I haven't even asked my clients to do an ad spend that I've never done on my own. There you go. Right? Like I don't, well, I've spent 50 bucks on a, you know, but you should spend 50 grand. We all have that experience. And I think being able to communicate that, be here, um, and just to see how open people were, with wanting to talk about this, I was like, I'm still processing that. Yeah. This is, there's some heaviness right now. If you're an owner operator and you've got somebody in this position, there is some heaviness, whether you know it or not, on that person right now. And you may be expecting something that's not defined. And I think it needs to be defined. I think we've been having those conversations here. So to me, that's, that's made it really special. Well, thank you so much for being open-handed with this industry with us today. And um, let's hope people get out there and, and make something and uh, moves the needle a little bit. Well, I think they know the resource to reach out to. I think so. Thank you for listening to In the Dirt with a Sodu. We love the automotive industry and the people who make it run day in and day out. We would love to connect with you more through our daily dose of fun, a free email that you can sign up for at asodu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U.com. We put our heart and soul into it every day. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more conversations in the dirt with a soda.